Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to VidFriends Podcast, Living Life in Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. VidFriends is a national vitiligo support community founded by Valerie Molyneux. For information about vitiligo, VidFriends, support groups, and ways you can support our vitiligo awareness initiative, visit us at www.vitfriends.org. For questions and comments, you can email us at support at vitfriends.org. On today's show, I would like to welcome Jeremy Ward. Welcome, Jeremy. How are you doing, big bro? I'm doing well. I can't complain. Watching a little football. You know, I, I love a losing team, but I still love them. They're still my team, the Panthers. So how are you, sir? I'm doing all right. I feel you on that with my Cowboys on the same way. <laughs> You know what? You got to love them. You know, if it's your team, it's your team. I'm not switching. I'm not jumping off, you know, to somebody who's winning. But let's start it this way. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell our listeners where you live, and um, and we'll kind of go from there. All right. My name is uh, Jeremy Ward. I turned 43 on Friday. I'm from Greensboro, Georgia. Right now I'm in Houston, Texas. Awesome, awesome. And happy birthday. Belated birthday, but it's still your birthday weekend. And also, Thank happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So let's let's go from here. Um, let's talk about um, your journey with vitiligo. Um, I guess share when did it start, and I guess um, how it affected you growing up, or some of your other experiences, and then we'll dig into college experiences after that. All right. I had um, vitiligo since I was a baby, like six months. And growing up, it way before social media and all these support groups, my childhood was crazy. That's why I'm glad that the little kids growing up now don't want to spend the stuff I spent. I didn't get invited to birthday party like the regular kids because of my skin condition. That's why we celebrate my birthday today. Cause I got embarrassed one time when I was in the fourth grade, and the little boy wanted me to come to the party, but his parents and other people thought if I came, it might be contagious. So that's what stopped right. me from celebrating my own birthday. Wow. And, you know, that's something that I think our listeners need to hear, in particular those without vitiligo, because they don't understand the impact it has on our lives and how it changes our habits. You know, I've had people say, well, I don't understand why you wouldn't do that. Well, you don't because you don't live with vitiligo, you know. Um, right. What about your high school years? How how was that? Oh, yeah, that's what um... – uh, like I had this one friend of mine, like we were cool since kindergarten. Then was trying to go to the prom, and I like said, "Let me go to the prom." And she said, "No." I said, "Why not?" She said, "No, Jeremy, you cool now, but you know you got that skin condition. I can't be seen with you like that." I said, "Wow!" I thought this time I thought we were friends, and she was like a black girl, and that just rocked my whole world. Because right, that's the first right. time somebody ever actually pointed out that that's the reason they don't like me because my skin. Condition. Right. And, you know, um, I'm going to say we because I'm a little bit older, but we're still in the same age bracket. Um, we grew up in a time where there wasn't a lot of information um, and there was a lot of ridicule for looking different, you know, whether whether you were big, skinny, um, tall, lanky, short, whatever. You know, people always had jokes, and they didn't want to be associated with you. And then on top of this, you know, we you know people with vitiligo have those same experiences where people like you, or do they really like you? You know, it, it really makes you right, reevaluate right. 
some of your friendships, you know? Right. And, and, so, and so that's what I did. And then, like, growing up, um, teacher wouldn't even teach me. You know, some teacher wouldn't get close to me. And I had this uh, right. learning disability. It, it took me to college to get diagnosed. Like, growing up, I went special right. ed because of my uh, learning disability with math and writing. And uh, nobody wouldn't teach me. And so they were just pushing me along the track until I got to my sophomore year in college. That's when I was diagnosed with uh, these writing disorders and uh AZ, no, it was like it kind of like in the dyslexia tree. Okay, okay, and, and you know, and, and I was gonna talk about that later, but I'm gonna talk about it now. Um, people don't understand. Not everybody. Some people don't understand that when you have vitiligo, you don't just have vitiligo. You know, that is your skin condition. But there are other things that we deal with as well. Whether it's something physical, whether it's something emotional, spiritual, mentally. You know, we deal with so many other things, and then you have vitiligo on top of that. It makes it tough. You right. know, it, it makes our journey um, a little challenging. Um, right, and then on top of that, you know, like, again, the embarrassment from the little kids. You no, know, little kids can't help, you know. Right. You know, little kids don't point you out. That's the part that people don't understand. I done got so embarrassed so many times that I just had to leave my stuff in the stove and walk out the stove with my head held down. Right, right. Um did you ever experience anxiety, like going into stores and, yeah. and different places? Yeah, yeah. I, I just go in there and come right back out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I ain't going. I let my like my uh, brother go in there. Sometimes I ain't going to store because I want to had to deal with that. See, like, that's what people don't understand. We wake up, we don't know what the next day gonna bring us with like life. Right. Right. And, and you know, I I dealt. I brought that up because I dealt with that too. And I I didn't know what was what was going on with me, but I knew it was. My vitiligo, and I was going through um, separation and all this stuff. And I just, I was standing in the store one day in Cary, and the people, I felt, I felt the people were just staring at me. And 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 I and I did. I, I had some people they look at your skin, and you know, and it's like, so when that anxi- anxiety kicked in, I I did. I did the same thing. I put my stuff back and I walked out. I just couldn't do it, you know. Um, right. Now. Where are you at now with your journey? Oh well, now I'm all right. I'm saying there was like in the past year. I'm so used to it since I had it so long. Right. I'll just I'll just share right. like the journey I'm going through. Like one Thanksgiving about like maybe five years ago, I went on uh, HB HB I store with, and this little girl I was about a fruit section, and she came around the corner, and she just bust out crying. You would think somebody had like tried to kill her. Oh, wow. The whole store stopped and ran over there. Look, we'll see we're wrong, and she's pointing at me, monster, monster. And I was so embarrassed oh, wow. I had to, to go out the store. Wow. Wow. And, and you know, uh, I think that's where parents have to do better. You know, we got to teach our kids that we all are different. We all look different. And, yes, when you see somebody with a skin condition, we're not monsters. You know, yes, our skin looks different. But we're not monsters, we're human beings, you know. But I, I fault the parents on that because um, that's where you have to have a conversation with your children about differences. Right, and, right. Um, see, the, wow. See, the little kids don't bother me, really, because I know that they're not their fault. They're not mature yet. But get me is the right. joke that no girl. That's going right, get me right. like this Chinese lady. Uh, I had went to the store, and, and her husband told me how much it is to him my parents. So he won't break. So I came back to pick him up. That's when... Uh, that's when um, she came running behind the cone and said, oh, my God, oh, my God, what's wrong with your skin? I mean, embarrassed me in front of everybody. Yeah. So, 
So I calmed down. I started, you know, cuss, but I said, nah, let me do that. Man, I have to go. Right, right. So I pulled my phone out <laughs> and showed her what Villalago meant. She said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. You can have it for free. I said, no, right. man, I want to freeze it next time when somebody comes to school. Just be relaxed. You ain't got to go overboard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, I, and I say what you don't know is what you fear. And we live in the age of technology. To me, there's no way you shouldn't know. We have access to everything, you know? Right. Um, what about your college experience? I know you went to um, Prairie View, correct? Prairie View. College was like, uh, it wasn't bad because, you know, like I said, I ain't never really dated a lot of black girls. And so I didn't okay. really approach them. And, like, most of them, they were, like, older than them, older than them. And, you know, it was just like, hey, how you doing? So I ain't really had no right. bad experience with, with Prairie View trying to date them because they were under me. I'm just saying, like, in general, my general thing, like, that when the, you know, bad experience came in. Now, now we're going to get to that. We, we're going to dig into some um, dating information um, and just thoughts soon. Um, now, you, you do have a, an additional personal challenge. Are you okay with sharing that with our listeners and just talk about your journey with that as well? Oh, yes. Yes, sir. I'm, I share anything. I'm okay with it. Uh, right after I graduated from Preview, I had three back-to-back spinal cord surgeries that put me in a wheelchair. I'm trying to learn get back to walking again, so I'm doing good. It's just been a long Good. road back. All right. And and the thing is, keep keep pushing forward. Just keep doing it, you know. Um, I said we all have sometimes roadblocks and obstacles that come in our lives, but you know what? You you keep strong, man. You keep pushing forward, and um, you're going to get there. You know, I saw your pictures on Facebook, and I'm like, yeah, you're going to get there, bro. So, yeah, thank you so this, much, man. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. All right, so let's let's dig into so this is living life in love, you know, and um, and I, I put the two together because I like to hear about the vitiligo journey. That's part of that the life part, living your life, but a big part of that too is relationship stuff. You know, um, we we have in our community so many varied experiences where some people are great, some people are not, some people are afraid to date. Some people, you know, they meet their spouse and they're loving and everything's great. Then you got some people that are super confident that they become arrogant. But, you know, we have so many levels within our community. Um, let's just start straight there. What are your thoughts about dating with vitiligo? I think it's more harder. That's my opinion. I don't go on about your opinion, but I think it's more yeah, harder. Yeah, hold on for a minute, Jeremy. Let me, let, hey, Jeremy, let me say this real quick. For our listeners, Remember, this is his opinion and my opinion. We are not experts. We do have our thoughts that we're sharing. So if you hear something you don't agree with, remember, we're basing it off of our thoughts, our experiences, and our opinions. Sorry about that. I just want to put that out there. Uh, Yes, sir. No problem. You want me to keep going? Yes. You can go ahead. Yes, sir. What I was saying is that males that are dark-skinned with Villago, we kept a hard time. That all the girls that I ever dated were white. And I always wonder why that my own sister don't see me. And like everyone I ran across, they just like turned me down. And white girls, they just embraced me. They didn't care about my shoes. I had on Jordan, the holy shirts. They just saw Jeremy. They didn't care about my skin. They see me, they fold. Right. They come around across the street and jump in all of my arms. So I see a black girl, wow. like, uh, I can't be seen with you like that. And it's always, always had that fear, like, that block, like, that hatred, like, why they can't just see me? Right, right. Do you think that goes back to um, 
how we view society sometimes, and I'm talking about we as people of color, how we sometimes think we got to be perfect. We we want that perfect right, right. vision of a man, a woman. You know, they can't have any flaws. You know, they can't look a certain way. They can't be a certain weight. They got to have muscles. They got to have this. They got to have a certain walk. And I'm thinking, that's not the way the world's made. We all are different, you know? Well, I do think that. I think because you, if you date a, a, a girl, you got to look good for a friend. And then you got to look good for a family. Then she got to bring you out to the public. If you ain't getting all right. three of those, you forget it. And then they always wonder, like, well, I can't find a good man because you judge a person by their by they, uh, appearance and not by their soul. That's wrong with the world now. They judge a person by their soul and still their appearance, still their soul. Right, right. You know, and I, I had this thought. Um, you know, I'm always writing stuff, and I, and I was going back through Facebook looking at some of the things I write. And I've, I've read a lot of things that you've written as well. But I said, you know, in our journey in life, just, you know, just being human beings and, and out here dating and trying to live life, I said, you know, we're going to encounter a lot of people who like us. We're going to encounter some people who love us. We're going to encounter some people who lust for us. But the question is, do they value who we are as human beings, as people? And I think when you encounter somebody who values who you are, just, just you, like you said, Jeremy, she just, all she sees is Jeremy and your person, your experiences, you know, um, they are just, they, they want to know your past. They want to know who are you. I think that's very important. Um, and they value your time because, you know, our time is very important. Um, and, and I think we have to learn in our community as well that, we should be accepted. Whoever we encounter, whoever we date, they should accept us for who we are. Don't date us. And I talked about it on another podcast. Don't date us because you feel bad for us. Date us because right, you're right, right, like, right, you're right, 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 you know? right. And then a lot of girls that I ran across that the ones, the black girl to get me, date me a chance, they were curious about my, my bedroom experience. They didn't want to see, right. if, you know, if that matched everything. And so I had I ran across there. Like that's right. the only reason you slept with me. Yeah, cause I want to know what it felt like. I said, "Wow." Right. I mean, I had some crazy stories. Right. Um. And, and people are they unfortunately there are people like that. Um. That we encounter. They are they are curious because they don't know much about vitiligo, and not realizing vitiligo is on the surface. People are people. We're people. You know. Um. Get to know the person, but. But yeah, there's some people that that feel like I just want to know you intimately, physically, but not emotionally or spiritually or mentally, you know. Right. And those and are the people like, you don't need in your life. Right. And after we got down, I said, "Can we go to church and get brought more?" Oh no! I said, "You you all right to lay in bed with me? Why well, can't go to sit in the same seat with you with God on Sunday, huh?" And they'd be looking at me crazy right. when I said that. Right. Um, now, and I do find. I do find it challenging sometimes with with vitiligo and dating. Um, and I, like I said, we can't speak for everybody because um, you will, like I said, I've met people that really like me, but that that's it. Oh, you're, you're nice, you know. Oh, oh, great, you know. Yeah, I, it's wonderful to be nice, but do you know who I am? Have you tried to figure out who I am as a person? You know, and right. I think people sometimes are just on the surface. You're right no. about that. And then two. Now, oh, I was going to ask you, um, but go ahead and make your statement. Then I'm going to ask you a, a follow-up question. 
Yeah, I would, then I would, I would, I would um, like I said, this is my opinion. Then, too, I think with a female with Villago, I really don't think she want to date a male with Villago. Right. That 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 was a follow-up question because um, when I first joined the support group, that was a discussion at the table. You know, would you date someone who had vitiligo? You have it yourself. And, and you know, at the time, I never thought about it. I'm like, I don't know. Cause I, at, and to be honest, at that time, I didn't know anybody else with vitiligo except for Terrell. You know, I had never seen in at, at that point, y'all can say it sounds shallow, I had never met any woman. Uh, women with vitiligo until I went to the support group. And I'm like, oh, there's a whole right. world out here, you, you know. I feel you um, all that. So, like, one from, it was just my family, my dad's side of the family, my cousin. Now, see, I got vitiligo from my dad's side. It's five generations of us that with vitiligo. Right. And so all my family, okay. like my cousin now, they have vitiligo. But when I got on Facebook, I was like, you, I saw all these other folks. I said, where do these folks come from? Right. I mean, it, it. yeah. And that's how it was. I'm like, wow. And in in my daily journey, I don't see anybody else. You know, I don't run into anybody else. Oh, very rarely. I might see one or two people within three or four months. I'm like, oh, somebody with vitiligo. But for the most part, I don't see us. Um, but I do think, you know, a person with vitiligo can date somebody with vitiligo simply because if you love that person, you like that person, you care for them, it doesn't matter about their skin. It's their heart. You know, I think that's the important part. Right. That's what should be. You got to be a foundation of friendship first. And then if y'all like each other, then take them down. If not, then you'll be cool friends. That's what I look at all the time. Right, right. right. Um, and I often wonder that sometimes with within our community, are we afraid to approach each other because we are afraid of how two people with vitiligo will look out in public? Right. Now, you I know, too, like um, the female side, they all uh, – go ahead. I mean, take off. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Go ahead. Yeah, I think too with the female side. I think like a person, like the male, tell a female that with vitiligo that she pretty think she really buy into it. Now, like a guy that don't got vitiligo, I think she accepted more because she said, "Oh, if I can get him, yeah, I know I'm the shit man." You get what I'm saying? Oh, excuse me. Right, my right. Nope. To our disclaimer, y'all didn't hear that. Um, <laughs> but I, I get what you're saying. I get exactly what you're saying. Um. Yeah, it, it it's it is interesting. Um and I know one of our um other podcasts, one of the members said that it's probably easier for a female with vitiligo to meet someone than a male. She said cuz sometimes females are a little more judging. But that was, you know, that was her opinion on it. And there, I'm sure there's some listeners saying, "Well, it doesn't matter, you know, it's just the skin. You know, if I'm like you, I'm right. like you." Um, but men are curious it. anyway. We're curious, crazy anyway. So we're like, we're approaching there. We're like, like, cause we want to know, right? You know about her, her, her bedroom experience too. That's what my opinion. Right, right. Um, now, what I did, I had, um, and this going back to one of the other conversations. One of my friends that asked the same question, you know, uh, about dating and vitiligo, and uh, so what I did, I wrote a, a short story about that, which it's basically about dating with vitiligo, you know, and because she sounded love stories about people with vitiligo. And I'm like, no, I don't see it. You know, even in the movies, um, you don't see people with vitiligo. Rarely you do. You know, um, I had somebody tell me about a movie that had, that featured um, some people with vitiligo, but it was like, they were like circus freaks. And I'm like, that's not cool. And then there was a movie with T.I., 
he had vitiligo, but he was the villain in the movie. And I'm like, oh, seriously. So we're the bad guys, you know, because our skin looks different. But why can't we have a love story on TV, people with vitiligo, not just an actor or actress with vitiligo, but strictly about the vitiligo relationship, how it's different, you know, the experiences of two people in love going in the store and people just staring and acting foolish like they do, you know. Um, Right. And so now, my thing is too. Uh, no, go ahead, Jeremy. Yeah, like, like my thing is too. When I explain, it's like it gets hard to date too with Velasco. People like you got to have a survival kit to explain to the person who you date. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And so it, sometimes it, I just it, get tired of explaining yeah. my situation. Like we go to the store, so a little kid might stare at us or in person. I just forget, yeah, right. forget about it. And, and and you know, and and I've brought that up before too. I said, you know. I could be good today, but tomorrow I might not be. My 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 self esteem might be shot, you know. Um, right. It, and I've had some people ask me why did I cut my facial hair? Because well, I was using it to hide the vitiligo on my face. I I don't have it all over my face, but it's around my mouth. And I remember um, talking to this woman one time, and her response to me was, "What's wrong with your mouth?" And, and, and right. if you know people with vitiligo sometimes, you know, I think we can get very defensive. And I, I really wanted to, I really wanted to cuss her out. I didn't, but I, I you know, I responded back, what's wrong with your face? You know, you're not wrong with me. You know, I'm good, but I really wasn't because, you know, that, that, that hit me hard, you know, you know, right. I'm trying to be normal, live what's considered a normal life. But then you got somebody pointing out my flaws. Yeah, we all have flaws, you know? And, you're right about the, and that. the thing is, vitiligo is not a flaw. It's our skin. It's just it's who we are as people, you know. But I say love us. And so that, and see, that's that's my thing. The treatment okay, but a lot of people don't get on the psychological effect. That's my thing with right. vitiligo. Right. Talk about these psychological effects. That's the most part you gotta live with. The treatment gonna come if it do come, but the psychological effect that nobody right. no uh, talk about a lot. Absolutely. Um, and and even even now, I say 2020, having vitiligo, living in an era of COVID where you got to wear a mask, you don't want to really go outside, you know, and I'm, I'm not going to front. I've been at a point now where I'm afraid to go outside. You know, I work in the school system. I don't want to pick it up from the kids, and I don't want to give it to my family and friends. And, you know, so it makes it now I find myself being very introverted and staying in the house. I'm not going anywhere. I'm good, you know. Uh, unless I have to, but also say it affects our community where people that want to have those social interactions, I think, are afraid, extra afraid now. Right, because they like, if they got the vitiligo, they could spread the COVID too. You know, they could all kind of come from crazy stuff. Right, and I, and I had put something on on my Facebook page about that, like for my family and friends, wear your mask, do the things necessary for us we have compromised immune systems. Think about us too. You know, y'all just think it's on the surface. Oh, it's just your skin. You don't worry about it. You're healthy. Yes, I am healthy, but my immune system is still compromised, you know? So love me by taking care of yourself and, and respecting that I can't make the same moves as you're making, you know? And I see the people at the beach and all this stuff. And I'm like, I want to go to the beach, but nah, I'm not making that risk, you know? Um, right. 
But, yeah, now we're coming up on the five-minute mark, and sometimes this thing will cut us off. But we, we're going to keep flowing. Um, any other things you want to talk about with in regards to relationships? Oh, yeah, like the first time when a girl ever saw me naked, it was like I felt like a, a terrifying experience for me because nobody had never seen with my clothes on. So I thought right. she was going to run or hide or cry, and she embraced me. And the other day, I was smooth sailing for the rest of my life. <laughs> right. You know, look, a part of that is we have to accept what we look like in the mirror, and that's hard. Right. Because, you know, when you – as a person with vitiligo, you know, we, we're going to keep it PG. You know, when we are in the bathroom and we have nothing on and we're looking at mirror, we, I'm going to put it in terms of what, what it could look like. I, I call myself, I say, yeah, my skin looks like a cheetah. That's what I look like. There are spots right. all over, you know. Um, right. And I can't do anything about it. I'm, sometimes I'm counting spots. Sometimes I'm like, oh, there's a new spot, you know, but that's how it is with our skin. And, yes, some of us are super comfortable in our skin. They love it. We flaunt it. Look at me. You know, I'm here. But there's some of us not there. I have my moments right. where I'm great. I'm like, you know, I'm going to the pool. And, like, I was taking a um, Zumba class. And, you know, I'm like, take my shirt off. I'm good. But then there were some days I'm like, I want to keep my shirt on. But I want to go in this water because I got to work out. I want to keep my shirt on. It was It was a struggle. And it's different you know, daily, but yeah, but I agree. Once you get to the point where you accept it, I think other people will be comfortable too, you know? Right. You're right about that. But the last place I got embarrassed at, where I thought I'd never get embarrassed at. I said, if I go here, as I know people will love me, I'm going to be respected. I went to church and I got embarrassed at Easter Sunday. <laughs> I was seven years old yep. and I ain't been back since. I said, no, that's the last place I thought I'd be getting embarrassed at with church. So I said, no, God, how he curated me. Place. I thought, you're right. And so the lady jumped up and she said, Where you sitting beside me? And with all that stuff on your skin. I got so embarrassed. And so I had never been back to church then. Then when I got old and I saw how P. Will, they said they love God. And when I get around, their whole facial expressions, you know, change. So that's why right. I stopped going to church. So I, you know, I pray and I do my spiritual thing. And that's about it. Right. Yeah, I, I had a. Um, I stopped going for a minute too, but then when I came back to my home church, um, I did a presentation. I finally said, you know what, let's just talk. I know you see my skin. You don't want to say anything. This is what it is. It's vitiligo. And, and I, and from there I had to put all the looks, you know, I, from there it stopped. You know, they respected me differently because I had to tell them, here's my journey with it. Y'all just don't know this. You know, y'all, y'all see me, y'all knew me as a child. Now you see what I look like now. This is my journey, you know, and um, if you don't know what it is, you got to educate yourselves, you know, but right. we're running out of time, Jeremy. Now I know we can, we can go on. Um, and I might, I'll, I'll look at 2021 to have you come back. Uh, we'll do another um, show a little bit later, but anything you want to share with the listeners before we wrap things up? Yeah. I always uh, get to know a person, never judge a book by a color. And for the kids that got Vitiligo growing up, you know, I, y'all keep doing y'all thing. Y'all amazing. I'm proud of you. Y'all have a better childhood now than I ever had, and I'm, I'm so grateful for that. Absolutely. Yeah, I greatly appreciate it. Now, for our listeners, let me say this. As the holidays are coming up, make sure you go to Amazon Smile so anything you purchase, that money can uh, – a, a portion of it can go to BitFriends. Uh, make sure you listen for the podcast for December. I'll start posting that shortly. 
tonight we have um, trivia. So if you want to join in on trivia, I will repost the um, the flyer with the code to get in. We're going to just have a good time because guess what? We're all in the house for the most part. And if you're not in the house, you need to make sure you're having your mask, social distance, wash your hands, but still love each other. That's what's very important. Make sure you love each other. Jeremy, brother, I appreciate you coming on. And um, we'll, we'll, we'll stay in contact through Facebook, and we'll talk some more. All right, brother. Be good. All right, same to you and to our listeners. You have a wonderful Sunday, and if you're watching football, I hope your team wins, except that they're playing my team. All right, and that's for Alicia. I know you're from Minnesota. We're playing the Vikings, and I think you might win. But anyway, y'all take care. Have a blessed day.